there a doctor in the house? Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case loving you. Doctor. 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 And doctor. It's time for Advanced Medicine Monday with Dr. Rashid Batar. I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. I'm a doctor, not a mechanic. I'm a doctor, not a coal miner. The doctor is in. Dr. Bitsar, serious stuff here we got. Uh, last hour, fantastic with Millennial Op-Ed, our intern, and talking about connecting the dots, confirming a lot of the things you've identified with dealing with these kids that have been hammered by vaccines, that have been damaged, the brightest of the brightest, here to do some extraordinary work. And I think the, the evil elites know what they're doing when they targeted them for vaccination. They definitely did, Robert. I think that's... Uh... The more information one gathers and the more aware they become, that is the only conclusion that a reasonable person can reach now. I know it sounds very conspiratorial, and we've talked about, you know, being conspiracy theorists versus conspiracy realists, but I think once you get to that point, then what's left standing? There's nothing else that's left standing. Right. Well, the conclusions you draw based on all of the evidence that we have access to, they lead us to these places. We don't come out and just make pronouncements, pull them out of our aspirin, if you know what I mean. Uh, these are things that over many years of investigation, we go, all right, this is either all an accident or it's all happening on design. Now, there's a lot of waking up uh, that's going on still, uh, a lot of kids that are yet to be recovered. There's a lot of kids yet that we still need to protect from the vaccinators. Last week, we had on our mutual friend, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, and she let the doctors have it, Dr. Batar. She just blasted them. She said, you know, it stops right there. You know, the doctors that continue to push these vaccines, they are culpable, ultimately. They've got to know better. There's no excuse for them anymore. Stop it. She she just called them out on it. You know how I sometimes try to be nice to doctors, and you say, and she says, stop being nice to them. This is not right what they're doing. I think I personally think that, Something very, very uh, significant needs to happen. I'll just say it's significant needs to happen mm-hmm. for some of these doctors to make them aware. Right now, there's, you know, they're, they're preaching the gospel and they're going along and telling everybody what they're told by their masters to tell. But th- there's no price that they have to pay. And and you know, even when I say that. There's mm-hmm. so many doctors that I know that have children that have been injured by vaccines, and yet the doctors don't admit it. Or they, they say, no, it has sure. nothing to do with vaccines. So I guess in some way they are paying an egregious price, but the point being is at some point there has to be, you know, it's almost like you, you take, there's, a, there's an old story about the guy that goes to prison, and he goes to prison and he knows all these things can be committed to him, uh, that can happen to him. So mm-hmm. he's told by a friend that when you get to prison, the first thing you do is you beat the crap out of the biggest, strongest guy you can. You sidetrack him and you knock him out because that way it sets a precedence and nobody's going to screw with you afterwards. Well, mm-hmm. it's almost like that. I, I feel like a doctor needs to be punished so badly for pushing these vaccines so that all the other doctors take note that, oh, wait a second, I could get hurt mm-hmm. by perpetuating this lie that's damaging thousands and thousands of children in my own practice. Yeah, last hour we covered a new website by Merck called MerckResponsibility.com. It made me laugh. It was kind of a sickening laugh because, uh, you know, they, they, they want to claim, well, responsibility for what? Well, they're required now to release all the payments they make to doctors and scientists for, for doing their bidding. 
and they they're trying to spin it in a way that says, "Look how responsible we are as as community, whatever." And the reality is, until they call for an, a, a, a reversal, if you will, of the law that put into the kangaroo unconstitutional vaccine court that made them absolved of any liability for the injury and deaths that they caused from their vaccines, there's no responsibility involved in their statement. Merck responsibility. And now we've got some of your, I, I hesitate to call them brothers and sisters of the DO variety, doctors of osteopathic medicine, one of their main associations, much like the AMA for the, for the MDs. It, the, it, it, is the, it is the equivalent. The AMA and the AOA mm-hmm. are equivalent bodies, and, and they, yeah, they're, they're just as clueless as the AMA. Yeah, so the American Osteopathic Association is urging all adults to get vaccinated and to make sure their their kids are up to date. And this is, you know, osteopathic medicine was not drug-based medicine in its origin. It got a, it got engulfed and devoured by the MDs and it became uh, to some degree they considered it a second-class scenario. And and I saw some of these osteopaths that I met many years ago were doing more drugs than the medical doctors just to prove they were real doctors. Yeah, well, I think that that um I can't comment to that. Um, I know that there was a big fight between the AOA and the AMA, and one of my mentors, Dr. Um, uh, Kendall, Kendall Reed, mm-hmm. who was an Army surgeon, uh, he was, that was the last board to fall. That was in 1981, I believe it was, and uh, that was a general surgery board. And he was in one of those situations because he did a military residency, which is an AMA-recognized residency. It's not AOA-recognized. But he was a DO, so the AMA wouldn't let him sit for the surgical boards because he was a DO, and the DOs wouldn't let him sit for the surgical boards because he was um, he had done an allopathic residency at a military hospital, and so he was a liver pancreatic uh, he'd gone into liver pancreatic transplant, and um, basically what ended up happening he filed a lawsuit and when I think it went all the way to the Supreme Court, and um, he was. He basically forced the American, uh, they basically found that the American Osteopathic Association did not have to allow him to sit for the boards because in their bylaws, it didn't, you know, it stated clearly that you had to do an AOA-approved residency. But the AMA did not have anything like that, and regardless of whether he was a DO or not, uh, because he did an AMA residency, he should be allowed to sit for the AMA board. So he won that lawsuit, he sat for the AMA boards, and he scored uh, the highest in the 99th percentile, he scored the highest of any surgeon that year on the AMA boards, and that was the last board that fell. And after that, there has been dual recognition between the American the DOs, yeah. Association and American Medical Association. So that's in 1981. Um, so that was over 30, you know, 33 years ago. So I can't comment to what you just, the, the statement you just made, but I can't comment that they're idiots on both sides. Uh, sure. The AOA and the AMA does not make any, I mean, if they, somebody's saying that they need to do vaccines, I don't give a crap what their degree is. They're just imbeciles. They're, they're idiotic. <laughs> they're primitive. They don't understand the basic fundamental aspects of taking a poison and introducing it into the body is not good for a human being or for an animal, for that matter. Right. Yeah. No, and this is important to bring out also that uh, as much as the, the osteopaths had a more holistic training, at least in theory, at this point in time, unless these osteopaths are going out to get extra training, which many of them are, they're friends of ours, and some of them have gone through the advanced medicine training that you, you've brought out as well, that you can't actually, assume... No, actually, only, I've only had two that went through, the, uh, through our training. Um, I was the president of the North Carolina Integrative Medical Society for three terms, for six years, 
and I was the only DO in the organization. Everybody else was an MD. I think my last year there was a DO that joined, um, but all of them were MDs. And um, I think I've only had one or maybe there may have been two DOs that came through my training program for the Amsterdam training program back when we did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, it's, you know, I've never distinguished MD versus DO. To me, it doesn't matter. Uh, MD stand for mentally deficient and DO stand for dumb ox. So to me, they're 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 both as inept as as far as you know. They're handicapped by their training. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah, and the question is, do they overcome it? And it's a choice they have to make. And I know we we know there are a lot of obstacles to those choices. Most of them economic, but. When it comes down to the spiritual side of things, there is no obstacle. It's just a matter of choosing to do the right thing here, and that's what's happening now. I think we're all being called to the carpet to do the right thing, and what it, what that is is not just going along to get along because it's harming children, it's harming adults as well. And so when we look at something like the AOA and the AMA, recognizing that, well, at least we've seen with the AMA a declining membership for decades now, to the point where I think it's below 20% of all medical doctors or even members of AMA. It was a trade association promoting their economic interest uh, of the monopoly. And so I guess the AOA also participates and modeled itself in, in a context off of the AMA and has done the same thing in going in all in, if you will, for vaccines. Yeah, I think they basically sold their soul to the devil the same way, Robert. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what it comes down to. They're, you know, they're, they're two different aspects of the same problem. And... Um, you know, it, it's not surprising to see it. Um, I personally think that it, they've violated the principles of osteopathic medicine, which is, you know, allow the body to, to basically heal itself. Um, but the, the first aspect of medicine, whether it's allopathic or osteopathic, it doesn't really make any difference, even naturopathic, whatever philo- philosophical basis you take. The first rule, whether or not you, it's stated or not, is that you should not harm the body. And when you do something like what we talk about with the vaccinations, you are inherently doing damage to the body by introducing in substances that are conclusively, by any stretch of the imagination, you cannot justify the use of these poisons. Because, you know, the EPA and everybody else, even uh, CDC says, well, we're not saying that mercury isn't bad for you. We're just saying that in this level of concentration, it can't do any damage. Well, that's just, you know, how much, how much fire from a matchstick does it take to cause a fire to burn down a whole forest? Hmm. It's not one little spark, yeah. And so it's it's the same it's the same mindset. It's, it it really aggravated me when I read that story. And the reason was very simply that I've I've always prided myself on being a DO uh, over an MD. Why? Because the osteopathic philosophy was was a more inherently sound philosophy. And of all the schools that I'd gotten into when I was you know a medical when I was an undergraduate. I didn't even know what an osteopathic medical school was. I didn't know what a DO was until my junior year in college. And then when I started applying for medical school, that's when I decided I was going to go and uh, apply for an osteopathic school. And I'll tell you, just when I read that, I had always kind of prided that part of it, you know, and now it's like even that part. But it's mm-hmm. not surprising because, like you said, there. You, you, I wouldn't be surprised if down the road the naturopathic association started also promoting vaccines just to be part of the uh, good old boy network. Well, listen, you know, when I spoke at uh, the oldest naturopathic college in America at their gastroenterology conference, I was shocked by their own naturopath uh, teachers and, and graduates speaking on the use of medications, allopathic drugs for GI issues and prescribing them readily. And here I was to promote, you know, more holistic uh, ways to heal with aloe, with silver, with homeopathy. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm following on these NDs, NDs, naturopaths, 
talking about drugs. I'm thinking, don't we have enough MDs and DOs that do that? You want to do that too? Really? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, all right, well, this is a, a, man, this is an intense discussion today. I just feel it, and I think it's being well-received, too. It's important. It's timely. Uh, you know, the, the, the authenticity. You want to hear the real facts, reveal the truth as it is. That's what we do each week here uh, with Advanced Medicine, Dr. Rasha Bittar. You can go to MedicalRewind.com for easy access to hundreds of hours of our uh, discussions together. Of course, we're here on GCN, our syndicator, NaturalNewsRadio.com, and many other places. We'll be right back. Who'd you say that masked man was? It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Robert Scott Bell. Here I come to save the day. The information is so good, it requires no expiration date. The Robert Scott Bell Show. Hey, kid. Yeah, I know. You're only 15. You got diabetes. But don't worry about it. Don't do anything. Just ignore it. It'll go away. You know what that means? It's time for uh, today's Moment of Duh. What are you people? On dope? <laughs> Amalgamated Association of Morons. Local 6 and 7 8. You're crazy. What is your major Almost a great moment of science, but in fact, it is a moment of duh. Read this headline, Dr. Batar. Neglecting teen health may lead to bigger problems as adults. Yeah, you know, there's so much, there's so much that can be said about this. Just a, just a headline. Let's take out the vast majority of the words here. Neglecting anything will lead to bigger problems. Right. We don't have to say teen health. We could say adult health. We could say children's health, adoles- you know, mm-hmm. adolescent health, you know, pre, whatever. Forget yeah. the word health. Neglecting your car will lead to bigger problems. <laughs> yes. But we need, this is why we, we need scientists, Dr. Batar, because without them, we can't figure this stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. They published this in the journal Pediatrics, if that tells you anything. Yeah, well, and that's, pe- that's, you know. that's all we need to say. Yeah. Well, by the way, we also had a great uh, pediatrician, believe it or not, and that's not easy for me to say, but uh, Dr. Cornelia Franz was on, she's in Orlando, and she actually teaches classes on the dangers of vaccination, <laughs> two-hour classes. And I'm thinking, that's a pediatrician I can get along with. Yeah, that's that's really good. Yeah, actually, there are a couple of very, very good pediatricians I've come across. There's, uh, there's a Dr. Michael... Um, well, I, I don't know that he would want me to say his name, but he's in New York, sure. and you know the problems with New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the mandates the there, yeah. yeah. But there are there are a number of very very good pediatricians who actually now not only recognize what they have inherently been doing has been wrong, incorrect, but they're now doing things proactively to prevent further injury to these children and to rectify the mistakes they have you know been a part of. Yes. Well, in part of what, you know, you've, if not the whole thing, what you've dedicated your life to do as we have here is, is to kind of correct the errors of our ways. I mean, for, you know, for goodness sake, I mean, uh, the 10th Amendment Center blasted out a picture of me from a few years ago when I spoke at their nullification tour on Nullify Now conferences. And I, my wife says, that's a really funny picture of you. And I'm like looking at it, my hands are up, and I'm saying, you know, stop asking for permission when none is required or none is needed. And you can see on my face, I'm going, 
wake up, you people. What are you doing? Right. It's like it's all over my face going. I can't believe I have to say this, but we do because there's moments of dull like this that you're like, oh, my gosh, we're in trouble as a species. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I was thinking, that if we have to rely upon these type of studies to come up, then maybe we don't deserve to be the uh, most prevalent species on this uh, on the planet. Maybe maybe it's time that something uh, superior to us, like cockroaches, were to take over or something, because, I mean, it, it's absurd to, to put the study out like this and the amount of money, and yet the things that are valid, mm-hmm. uh, things that, Let's talk about the most toxic substance known to man. Uh, uh, second most toxic substance known to man that's being injected into the body. We we can't do studies to show that that's toxic and that shouldn't be in there. But we need to have studies like this that state the obvious. Mm-hmm. Be uh, unbelievable that people would even um, people would even read a journal. Doctors would even read a journal that publishes you know absurd things like this. I mean, right? I, I don't mean I don't mean to sound mm-hmm. callous about it, but if you are taking resources, limited resources in some cases, and you're diverting them to things that are uh, beyond common sense and then neglecting things that are crucial, life-changing things because you want to uh, promote something that is intuitively obvious, then there's something highly suspect with the people that are controlling those funds and, and directing those funds, wouldn't you say? Well, well I think... Would you, go ahead, would Superdome. you like to know what the, 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 the conspiracy is here behind this? Because what I got out of this is they're trying to point out the fact that 19% of the teenagers that answered this questionnaire reported they had some kind of health care need that did not get treatment. Mm-hmm. So this is a way to promote this scary campaign here that kids need more treatment. Otherwise, they're going to have problems later on as adults. Well, yeah, you're right. It's a promotion for drugs. This study brought to you by Merck and GSK and Pfizer. And by the way, Merck, throwing out all that money, Merck responsibility, they said so. They said, oh, we just don't have enough money to to put put researchers into working on the issue that Dr. Batar mentioned, mercury. That might not look good on our resume. We can't do that. Uh, When we come back, though, we will talk about an advancement in science that is real, although it could also be a moment of duh, related to pollution and neurological degradation. What about when they encapsulate it and inject it? The Robert Scott Bell Show. In all my years of radio, I've never seen anything like this. The Robert Scott Bell Show. Rocking the health world through the power of radio. It's the Robert Scott Bell Show. All right, each and every week we get together with Dr. Rasha Bittar, do some advanced medicine. If you're new to this program or every week when we do this, Dr. Bittar is also the author of the best-selling, international best-selling book, The Nine Steps to Keep the Doctor Away, linked up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. Archives available, easy for you to get to at medicalrewind.com or syndicator GCN and naturalnewsradio.com, as well as iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Epic Times, and Across the Pond. They'll play it tomorrow. I believe that's how fast they get to it at UK Health Radio. Dr. Batar, this uh, this is a global phenomenon. The people are uh, really responding. They want authenticity. They're tired of being lied to. Not everybody, I know, but uh, enough. It's uh, There's evidence of shift and change. Uh, there's still a lot of stupid people out there. We can say that. Uh, some of them are doctors, as we acknowledge. We want to take it out of the realm of public health, as we've talked about as well, and go into the private realm, because there are a lot of things that you can't say that I would love for you to say on the air here. And so one of the things we're going to do before this hour is up is going to preview, again, mango 4 com. 
and let you know how you can enter that private arena or area where we can speak more freely about these things. Yeah, the Mango for Health is just one of them. I mean, the, the, it's actually the International Association for a Disease-Free World, but Mango mm-hmm. for Health is actually using How do you platform. get there? Many other yeah, companies are going to be using that same platform to get into uh, a protected area where, where uh, under the pretense of public safety, these um, friends of ours that listen to our radio show all the time, you know, can't. Um, they, they basically can't use that argument that they're trying to protect and defend uh, the public. Mm. Because the bottom line is our rights are taken away because our government thinks that we're too stupid to know what decisions mm-hmm. we can or can't make for ourselves. And uh, this is completely 180% diametrically, <laughs> 180 degrees, I should say, diametrically yes. opposed to what our forefathers had set up for us. And that's the entire reason for the Bill of Rights in the in the U.S. Constitution, is to prevent the recurrence of the same problems that were incurred by the people that came here escaping tyranny to the New World and then uh, ended up having to deal with, you know, what we know historically has been the problem with with the um, the colonial... Uh, but what's the, what's the word? Enslavement, I guess you could call it, but where where the where the British were basically using the people that were here in the United States as essentially not much better than slaves, and so the people responded by uh, fighting and and freeing themselves, and that's essentially yeah. the same spot that we're in now. So that Constitution was really a template, um, a document, a primer to make sure that we could ensure our freedom, so that the same mistake. Mm-hmm is not made again. And that's exactly what we're doing again. And yeah. when you start talking about freedom, you know, the, the fundamental freedom of your own decision of what you eat, what you drink, what you put into your bodies as medicines, as therapies, that should be a very um, basic fundamental aspect of freedom. And it is being violated on a, on a recurrent basis and has been. And now, of course, with the vaccination aspects and the passing of the bill and California and that, you know, Super Don told me just a few weeks ago that they tried to pass here in North Carolina. They're just mm-hmm. pushing that agenda further and further. What is, the, what is the real reason for any of these things? It's to dumb us down, to prevent us from actually being able to make an informed decision. And the International Association for Disease-Free World is going to give people the access to get that real information um, without having to worry about you know, nobody's trying to push anybody into anything. It's just giving you the information. Whether you choose to partake in that information and utilize it for your own benefit, that's your choice. Mango for Health is really something that is just using that platform. And right. for Mango for Health, uh, I, I didn't mean to go on this diatribe, Robert, but you know how I mean. It's okay. Me. It's set up, and we'll go further into it, and we'll let people know how they can access, go into the private uh, realm to be able to access information and doctors as well and get back to that our, our roots in liberty where we're no longer playing in their sandbox. Remember, freedom is the greatest enemy to the tyrant. The tyrant does not, they, they don't mind the illusion of freedom, but real freedom, scariest thing. They only like control, manipulation. They like to have the outcome predetermined. They bet on both sides of the race, so to speak, and they win. It doesn't matter who wins or loses, they win. And that's what they don't like. That's what America was always a threat to, that concept and reality of a new world order, because here it was individual liberty. We were not playing again. I hate to even say this, Robert, but I think that we have now become, America has now become the threat to that concept. Even though we were, America Mm -hmm. was a threat to, to that, now we, America, has become a threat to that freedom. It's almost like well, we are imposing yeah. those 
restrictions on everybody else. Not, not just on our own people, but on other pe people and other... Um, well, interventionism internationally and domestically, of course, a government that is now de facto, not de jure, and of course you guys can look up those uh, words, they're, they're legal terms, but they help you understand what's happened here and recognize why we must get back to uh, you know, a private interaction, contract concepts that are outside of the, the realm of control of public health, for instance. The limitations on freedom of speech. There are, they are nuanced. They are purposeful in the way they are written to cut, to cat, to trip you up, to, to 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 suck you in, to take away what little freedom you may perceive that you still have, and of course to fine you or tax you to death in the meantime. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Well said. So let's go to another story here that I find very interesting. And we've talked about heavy metals, mercury, and other things, aluminum, you know, any number of, uh, in your book, of course, The Nine Steps, we talk about so many things, persistent organic pollutants. We know it's not one thing. We can point to one thing like mercury and say this is the most devastating thing you've ever seen in, in the way they're introducing it as well. It used to be it was falling from the sky, you know, in, in the old times of, of, of burning coal over cities like London and everywhere else to keep warm or a little bit of industry. And, of course, mercury dropping from the skies created a lot of problems, too. But now they've concentrated, if you will, as a preservative and injected into you in the guise of a vaccine. It still happens. Even the non-so-called uh, mercury-containing vaccines contain it. And they're now uncovering this pollution link to, for instance, dementia and Alzheimer's, but they're not seeing it all the way or we would like them to see it. Well, Robert, here it says um, the study was done in 21 countries and went from 1989 to 2010. So it took 21 countries and 21 years, and they still aren't coming to the correct conclusion. Yes, it is pollution. Yes, it is contributing to dementia. Uh, again, this could have really qualified as a moment of doubt as well. Sure. I, I'm not sure why, Super Don, you didn't pick this as a moment of doubt <laughs> because, you know, you put trash into a system, of course you're going to get trash out. Um, and that's exactly what's happening. You put these people get exposed to pollutants, and then it scrambles the brain, and it causes dementia, and causes many other things. In fact, the uh, presidential report in 2010 that was released, the uh, what was it? The um, the cancer, the the 2010 cancer presidential cancer report that was released, I believe, right at the end of 2010. It's actually available on our website at drbatar.com. And the conclusion of that 200-and-some-page report, which was from the CDC and, and a number of other independent panels that came together and basically told the president what they thought needs to be done in the field of cancer, for the first time in the history of medicine that I know of, they got it right. But it, was a one, it could have been a one-word. or Yeah, it could have been one word. It could have been just pollution. But the mm -hmm. conclusion was that it's the environmental issue Cancer is an environmental issue that has not been addressed, and we must address it better if we want to actually fight the war on cancer and be effective uh, or at, you know, at defeating cancer. Um, so that was an amazing, as far as I'm concerned, it was an amazing awareness from the mainstream. Of course, they haven't done anything about it. That was five, uh, five right. years ago. Yes. But, yes, environmental issues, cardiac, cancer, diabetes. I mean, to me, diabetes, the vast majority of diabetes is all also metal-related. It affects the beta islet, um cells of the pancreas, um, you know, we've got all sorts of different types of conditions that can be alleviated or certainly reduced, the incidence reduced, and the amount of the, um, the, the loss of functionality would also be significantly reduced if we were able to remove many of these toxicities. So cancer, definitely, heart disease, definitely, and neurological uh, issues, definitely, see that's 92% of causes of death in our 
modern industrialized world anyway. So you could actually effectively reduce nine out of ten causes of death by just addressing environmental issues. Sure. But then we still have uh, medical doofuses claiming that detoxification is a fad or it's a quack thing, it's a new age thing. You, you know, there's, you don't, you know, this is the absurdity. So those folks that are still out there worshiping at the feet of their doctor, the doctors have been trained and programmed just like little dogs, Pavlovian dogs, to spout things they're not even studying. And this well, is I, why they're know, able. I, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, Robert, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I kind of I got a mental picture when you do start drawing that out. Have you mm-hmm. ever seen those guys on the interstate that fly by you, you're traveling 60, 70 miles an hour, and they fly by you on a motorcycle pulling a wheelie at 150 miles an hour on the, on the side of the road? Have you ever seen that happen? I haven't seen them do the wheelie thing, but they've gone so fast that it's like a blur. And I'm thinking, how are they going to, if anybody moves over their lane, they're not going to be seen. They're done. They're dead. Exactly. Well, we had a situation like that that occurred a couple of years ago, and the guy was not wearing a helmet. And my wife made the comment, oh, my God, that guy, you know, uh, can you believe he's riding without a helmet and doing stunts like that? My attitude was very simple. Allow them to do it, just like you're talking about these people that are worshiping at the, you know, at the feet of their doctors and you know, the, everybody mm-hmm. else is a quack if you're doing detoxification. Let them do their thing. Let mm-hmm. those doctors do their thing. Let these guys pull the wheelies without helmets and let them do, all do their own thing. And let Darwin's theory of natural selection take place. <laughs> Because they will eliminate themselves from the genetic pool. Right. They're naturally selecting themselves out of it. Of course, we like that libertarian concept of, you know, live and let live, if you will, as long as they're not violating our rights. But the pollution scenario, of course, is one that, you know, it rains down in everything or if they inject it into you. And we look at uh, Dr. Nick Gonzalez, who we've talked about, you know, still theories abound about was he taken out? you know, by by somebody else's design, horrible things that are concerned, because what did he do? He was about to release a book, 120-plus cases of overcoming cancer through his nutritional therapy, and he says, go ahead, match my cases, right? He didn't say, don't do what you're doing. He says, if you can do better, do better, but here's mine. And he's, he's gone, but his, his book will, will come out anyway. Uh, so there's a lot of, uh, of a lot of writing, if you will, on how can we keep the consciousness dampened? How can we keep people from this information? And I think there's a lot of fear games being played right now to sh- kind of slow down this massive expansion of awareness on these issues. I completely agree with you, and I think that part and parcel, if there is something sinister going on, which that very possibly is, um, part and parcel of that is that death struggle that we've talked about. As a system yeah. uh, is, is coming to an end, they have no other recourse but to, you know, desperately try to survive, and that's what they're doing, taking out. Right. Hey, we got one more segment of Advanced Medicine coming up with Dr. Bittar. Uh, all I say is hey, say thanks to all those wonderful sponsors that make this message of health, freedom, and healing liberty possible. Also, when we tell you how to get to Mango for Health, you're going to want to sign up soon to become members. And we'll tell you how much it's going to cost. You'll be shocked. <laughs> and it's going to be great. You're listening to The Robert Scott Bell Show. The Robert Scott Bell Show. Bell Show. on bureaucrats and corporations that would stand in the way of health freedom. Here's Robert. Two hours a day, six days a week. But we only get one hour a week with Dr. Bittar. But that's why Medical Rewind is there. You can listen to hundreds of hours all compiled together to catch up. And you got a lot of catching up to do if you're just joining us. Also, GCN, our syndicator, 
naturalnewsradio.com, and many other places. And I'll link these in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. Now, Dr. Batar mentioned the International Association for a Disease-Free World, a private association that you can become a part of that will allow you to access very directly information that we cannot relate over the airwaves in the public, right? Or suddenly they claim that you're under the, the guise of some kind of corporate censorship because we're not real human beings. We're artificial creations of the state, at least according to people like, if you call them people that work at FDA or FTC. How do you get out of it? you got to step into the private realm, a private community, a place where those yahoos are not welcome, but you are. How do you get there? Well, we've got it coming up. It's launched on September 1st. we got your sneak preview, Mango 4, the number 4, health.com. And it's linked up in the show notes today at robertscottbell.com. A little bit more about accessing that private, for lack of a better way to say, association is the best way perhaps to say it, and why it costs a whopping dollar to... Uh, to sign up and join for life. I mean, people are not going to be able to do that. Well, actually, Robert, it, it's actually $99 a year mm-hmm. membership. Okay. Um, but it's by invitation only. And for your listeners or my listeners, I, I guess mm-hmm. you should say our listeners. Our listeners, yes. Right? Um, and for our own private group of uh, friends, patients, etc., um, you know, if, if it's by invitation, um, so for, for a select number of people it, it that's that's what it is and it's one dollar it's not one dollar um per year because remember mm-hmm. 99 dollars per year it's one dollar for a lifetime and the best thing to do is actually go to the website mango for health that you just mentioned and uh just put in your email there and you will be notified when the next video is released and these videos are coming out they're going to be coming out every couple of days till it launches there's about five or six videos that are coming out and then there'll be a video from our friend Ty that would kind of explains what this is all about. And mm-hmm. um, so it, it, it's going to be awesome. It, it is awesome uh, for those people that were actually part of the uh, webinar that had signed up for the webinar. We had over a thousand people that registered for the webinar. We only announced it one time. We we actually sent out one email and we talked about it in the radio show that same day. Mm-hmm. And we had over a thousand people that that enrolled for it, and we realized we couldn't handle that. So. We're launching. We're setting this up so people can go ahead and put their email addresses in, and we will be able to support everybody that wants to. We've got the infrastructure set up to be able to support anybody who wants to um, get access to information. Uh, the code that you put out, the invitation code, Robert, that you put out, uh, yep. make sure that everybody understands that they got to keep that code. They won't need it now, but when right. September 1 rolls around, they will need that access code to get in. Yes, that's right, and you will have it here. Uh, I will give it to you. Uh, can I give it out now? Should I wait? Um, yeah, I guess you could give it out in, in one way. Mm-hmm. Only, only our listeners are going to hear this, so that's fine. Right, yeah. correct. Yeah, so the code, and this gives you the Robert Scott Bell Show invitation, so you're not paying 99 bucks a year to be a part of it. $1 lifetime just to get in. Uh, it's 1358. That's it. 1358-1358. And it's linked up. You'll see it in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. So you will have access like a special invitation. Like I said, people are going to hear about this all over. They won't have an invitation. They won't get that special treatment, so to speak. But you have earned it because you've been uh, putting up. There won't be place for them to enter that code in right now. They're going to, they're, that code doesn't become important until September 1st. Right now, just go and put in your email address. But when September 1st comes and that opens up that you can actually access it, you will need that code. Without that code, the only way to get in is going to be the $99 per year. Oh, exactly, exactly. So 
Uh, if we continue to cover these stories through this outreach, and, and we're talking people from all over the world, as far as I know, can participate. The world has become a smaller place because of our ability to outreach through these communication channels. And, uh, you know, I don't think that we can necessarily limit things the way we once would have or might have, but that's not our interest in limiting it. We want everybody to access it that feels it's the right thing for them. Yeah, absolutely, Robert. And and here's the thing. If there are people of like-mindedness that you know that um, – appreciate and value and, and see the benefit of the thought processes that we share and those are the people that we want to we, we want to increase our reach and we want to help m- more people become aware and become more empowered because it's all about the, the power to heal is yours so this is what we want to do so if you have people that you think would value this information feel free to invite them as well. all right remember that code remember dr batar is here each and every week I'm here six days a week, and you can be here as much or as little as you want. But the more you are, the more power you have to heal, because it's yours. The Robert Scott Bell Show. The Robert Scott Bell Show.